In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear Babe, very dear faithful. After the crazy events of this past year, who among us is not longing for peace? Who among us is looking for order? Who among us is looking to reestablish harmony in our life? Today's liturgical celebration of the Holy Family is just the answer. No matter where we find ourselves in life, no matter if we are at the beginning, middle, or the end, single, married, or religious, rich or poor, we see the Holy Family before us to inspire us, to comfort us, and to strengthen us. On Christmas Day, we celebrated the birth of a precious little babe who came to us to save us. As his name Jesus indicated, but he also came to save us by being with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Let our hearts be penetrated by this mystery. The creator of the universe, the infinite and eternal God, took on the humblest of human forms. Born on a cold winter night, in the poorest of surroundings, to ultimately die on the cross for us. To correct a mistake that we made and that offended the infinite God. If we are penetrated by this mystery of the Incarnation for our redemption, we would never, never, never have any problem forgiving anyone anything. It was in the divine institution of marriage that the first sin of disobedience was performed. But today we celebrate that Christ came to restore the family, to redeem it, and to elevate it to an even greater level. Such is the mercy of God that he not only pardons the sinner, but he even brings the sinner to an even greater union with him than before. In 1892, when he saw the family being attacked, His Holiness Pope Leo XIII issued the brief Neminem Fugit, which sought to continue increase in devotion to the Holy Family as a remedy to the attacks of modernity on this divine institution. He began by explaining why God chose to come to Joseph and to Mary. Quote, God wanted to show to the world the august spectacle of a family which was known to be divinely instituted, that therein all men might behold a perfect model as well of domestic life as of every virtue and pattern of holiness. For such indeed was the holy family of Nazareth. St. Paul then chimes in the verses following today's epistle. Wives, be subject to your husbands as it behooveth to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter towards them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to indignation, lest they be discouraged. To disrupt God's plan, the devil first sought to reverse authority and thus tempted Eve in order to subvert Adam. To restore order, God chose to restore the roles in family to their proper harmony. Thus, not only did God become man, 
God became man subject to humans, subject to Joseph and Mary. In today's gospel we read, And Jesus went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. God was subject to human parents to show that knowledge, power, holiness, etc. does not exempt us from obedience to human parents because their authority comes from God. Actually, in the Holy Family, personal holiness was inverse in regards to their subjection. Jesus was subject to Mary and Joseph, Mary was subject to Joseph, and Joseph was subject to God. Though Jesus was in his God, he was still subject to them. Though Mary was the mother of God, she was still subject to Joseph. Joseph is called the just man in the Holy Scripture, but he was never considered in tradition to be holier than Mary, and yet she was subject to him, as evidence that the angel appeared in the dream to Joseph to have his family flee to Egypt. Christ came to redeem the family, but he also chose St. Joseph and the Blessed Virgin Mary to be the model and pattern for every family. Pope Leo XIII states, To all fathers of families, Joseph is verily the best model of paternal vigilance and care. To fathers, he is given the duty of looking out for the common good of the entire family, spiritual and material. Men are called to be protectors. St. Paul says to men, Husbands, love your wives as Christ also loved the church and delivered himself up for it. The love of a father is a sacrificial love rooted in Christ's crucifixion. We live in a world devoid of true men who are willing to sacrifice for divine beauty, to sacrifice to protect divine beauty, and to defend virginity and chastity. There is no one weaker than a man who emasculates himself to lust, weak men who are enchained like beasts to sin. Men, be a true man. Be pure, be chaste, be a protector of women, and sacrifice yourself for your bride, whether it is the church or your spouse or your future spouse. Follow the chaste Saint Joseph, guardian of virgins. Because if you are not pure, if you are not chaste, in public and in private, you are not a real man. We need men who will sacrifice themselves for their wife and their family. Fathers, we must also follow St. Joseph as head of the Holy Family in providing and leading our family. You are the primary spiritual leader in your family. Do not wait on your wife to ask you to pray or to take the lead. But you cannot give what you do not have. If you are not a man of private prayer, if you are not frequenting the sacraments, not doing spiritual reading, not a man of duty and personal discipline, then your words without example will bear no fruit. Follow St. Joseph in his prayer and his paternal vigilance in providing and protecting his family both in prosperity and in poverty. And you will be blessed to also die in the arms of Mary 
and Jesus. Do not judge your material providing on material riches alone, for the Holy Family embraced the life of poverty and valued the riches of heaven above those of earth. Pope Leo XIII then addressed mothers. In the Most Holy Virgin, Mother of God, mothers may find an excellent example of love, modesty, resignation of spirit, and the perfecting of faith. To mothers is given the role of being the first instructor of love in the family that is rooted in their natural abilities as a nurturer. In the gospel we heard, and his mother kept all these words in her heart. St. Thomas Aquinas says that with a woman that Eve was taken from the rib of Adam, that is, that which is closest to his heart, to show the union between man and woman. Woman was not taken from his head to show his, his subjection to her like in modern feminism, nor was she taken from his foot to show oppressive domination like in Islam. A mother's place is in the home, but this is not to be viewed as a prison like feminists view it, but the home as the garden of life and beauty, the home as the school of joy, virtue, and faith. In a world lacking true masculinity, we also live in a world of revolution that seeks to subvert true femininity and maternity. St. Paul says, Let women be subject to their husbands as to the Lord, because the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the Savior of his body. Therefore, as the church is subject to Christ, so also let the wives be to their husbands in all things. But what if your husband is a Catholic, no longer Catholic, or what if your husband neglects his duties? Do you still have to be subject to him? The I do on the day of your marriage was total, complete until death, for better or for worse, and not just I do as long as you do your job. The reality of Catholic women married to a non-Catholic husband was not born to St. Peter, who addressed to women, in this case, these words in his epistle. Likewise, you wives, be submissive, be submissive to your husbands, so that some, though they do not obey the word of God, may be won without a word, but by the behavior of their wives when they see your reverent and chaste behavior. Let not yours be the outward adorning with braiding of hair, decoration of gold, and wearing of robes, but let it be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable jewel of a gentle and quiet spirit, which, is God, which in God's sight is very precious. So once the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves and were submissive to their husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. And you are now her children, if you do right, and let nothing terrify you. It is the interior beauty of a wife, adorned with grace and modesty, that ensures peace and love in the family. Following in Mary's example, mothers find in her the example of love, modesty, resignation of spirit, and the perfecting of faith. 
And thirdly, to each of us born in a family is given the example of Christ, who was subject to his parents, giving us the divine pattern of obedience, which we should all admire, reverence, and imitate. By obeying our parents, we are truly using our freedom for the good of the family, contributing to the peace and harmony of all, and following the example of God, who was subject to his parents. Children, do not wait to be told what you know you should do. Obey your parents immediately and with joy. Do your duties to the best of your ability, because this is pleasing to Almighty God. Though we all know it, how often do we fail in following the golden rule with our siblings? Imagine that Christ was your sibling, because your sibling was made in his image. That is what it means to love your neighbor and the love of God. Children, if you were animated with the love of God, you would not treat your siblings any different than if they were Christ himself. My dear faithful, we live in a world that has a problem with authority because our society has listened too long to the lies of the devil, who said in the first temptation, Did God really forbid you to eat of the tree of knowledge? The devil is always trying to destroy the obedience of children to their parents, the subjection of wives to their husbands, and the devil is always trying to destroy the husbands from sacrificially working for the common good, which is the source of all authority in leading the family to God. Follow the Holy Family as the pattern of virtue, in humility, obedience, docility, justice, harmony, generosity, mercy, patience, and charity. And you will have peace, joy, and happiness in your family. May the Holy Family be our model, may they be our example, and may we strive to imitate their virtues so that we too can attain the reward of eternal life. Most sacred heart of Jesus, obedient unto death, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, Queen of Families, pray for us. Saint Joseph, Head of the Holy Family, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.